And then all the way up to today, and I don't got my, I, I don't have a set in stone top five. That's why I fucked up. You did fuck up. You fucked up big time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, because a top five is, I can't even put, I was going to put Lil Nas. No, I'm not talking artists. I'm talking about top five meat strikes. Oh, my Fuck Lil Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gonna put him top five? He ain't even top five hundred. We ain't even top. We're not even talking top five hundred. What do you mean? The Fortune five hundred. He's not there either. First off, he's the first rapper to become pregnant, bro. Like that. He, yo. He's a goat. Oh, he he he's second. He's second all time behind uh, uh Riff Raff, bro. He's, Fuck out of here. He said Riff Raff. No. <laughs> he had them shark teeth grills, bro. He certified for that. And then uh right behind that, Lil B. And then uh I'll probably go Soldier Boy. Uh current Soldier Boy. Every anything past Kiss Me Through the Phone, Soldier Boy. Kiss me through the phone. Put him fourth and fifth. Mm, you know what, bro? I put Playboy Hurricane Cardi. Chris. I gotta go Playboy Cardi fifth. Hurricane Chris. He in prison, all right. Damn, ain't he in prison? Did he murk somebody? No, nah, I think he may have had a fat check. <sighs> I swear he's in prison, bro. Ain't no way he in prison. He has to be. I swear he is. I, 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 I swear he is, bro. I think the people... Hey, if y'all think Hurricane Chris in prison, let us know. We'll post on the page or whatever. Post on the comments. Because I ain't never heard no Hurricane Chris in prison. You send me an invite? I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, I sent an invite. We know we're waiting on Meech. Man. You know, you never we're about know. to do. Listen, we're about to do a Meech interview without Meech. That's what I'm saying. M E E C H Meech. You almost spelled it wrong, you dumbass. I almost did, but I didn't butcher it. <laughs> ah, shit! Here we go. Oh, oh shit! Oh, this nigga. Damn is... it! <laughs> what? What you were doing? Taking a bubble bath? <laughs> hey, I was taking a shower. I keep, <laughs> and I dropped my shit in the shower, so I don't even know if my shit sound muffled or what. Right, yeah. <laughs> What's good with you, boy? Nah, shit, chilling. What's up with y'all, man? I ain't heard from y'all in a minute. I about to say, bro, it's been a minute, bro. Oh, it's fat. been too long, man. Damn, bro. I remember the last time I seen you, bro. I think it was one of them. It was a Cali house, bro. And I think you was about to fight Ethan. Y'all was drunk as hell. That shit was fun. <laughs> I bro. was crying. Yeah, that man had a hot temper for no reason, bro. <laughs> bro, but he had all the stamina in the world. Don't know how. 
Little as hell. Don't make no damn sense. It's a little. Bro, Ethan, Ethan was a legend, bro. I don't look. <laughs> we could get him on a separate podcast and he could just do a tell all, bro. He, Shout he out could to tell, Ethan, man. He could tell everybody some shit, bro. Shout out to Ethan. He really could. No, nah, the last time I seen Meech, bro, we was at Corey's wedding, bro. Open mm. bar. I got super slapped, bro. bro I ain't never that was been, a good night. I ain't never been that drunk. Bro. I heard, I heard, y'all, I heard y'all went stupid. Like, y'all was chocolate wasted. Bro, I was out there busting moves on the dance floor. What? Like, you don't full, dance? Full, I don't. That's how <laughs> fucked up I was. I was gone. But we was doing the electric slide, the Cupid shuffle. I'm Fuck you mean? Had Austin bro. out there dancing wild as shit. Austin Anderson was dancing, bro. We were gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ducked off for about forty-five an hour for undisclosed reasons. When I go get into all that, anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm weak. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Nah, man, it's been a minute, though, man, Meech. How you been, bro? Man, I'm being good. You know, just living life, trying to make money and get up. You hear me? Yes, sir. Living life through this uh, this COVID, you know, this yeah. COVID world now. That shit hit hard last year, man. Yeah, how you feel about that? I, 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 it, didn't, like, it didn't affect me from working, you know what I'm saying? Cause shit, there's money to be made out there. On me. But other than that, man, I just... I just listened to the people put my mask on and kept my fucking head down and kept moving. Yeah. Yes, sir. Had a mask on every day for about 20 months. 18, 20 months. What about y'all? What y'all do during the lockdown? Sure, I was at, I was working Domino's still. I, I left there uh, from January to, to June. I was traveling out of state, chilling out, whatever, working out again. Now I'm at Amazon. Driving their little, with their big vans, bringing people their mail and shit. Nothing too crazy. You know, still working. Still got to make money. You know. On God, bro, shoot. You know my weird ass. You know, I was just out with COVID. You feel me? You know, it, it was cool. But it wasn't all that. I ain't going to count. 2020 is probably the worst year of my life. I, I hated it. I ain't going to lie to you. But I mean, bounce back though. That's that's the best thing to ever like, you know, do. But at the same time, bro, 2020, 2021 is up for everybody. Oh God! Exactly, it's the bounce back comeback season. Yes, sir. Um, so for everybody that's out there listening, you know, this is my dog Meech. Uh, we all went to college together. Me, Bell, uh, Cam, also, and Meech. We all went to college together. Uh, um, for everybody that don't know me, you could give um the listeners a little background who you already from, what you do, shit like that, you know. Uh, Meach, you know, I'm from the Midwest, Burlington, Iowa, a little small town. Like they said, we all went to college together, used to kick it all the time. Me and Zay was on the track team, so was Cam. Um, shit, I make music. That's what I do. That's the dream. That's what we're working on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, in terms of the music, um, when exactly did you start with all that? Because I know, boy, you you've been freestyling since as long as I've known you since my freshman. I was about eighteen when I got there, so as long as I've known you, you've been freestyling. You probably the best freestyler that I know personally. I ain't gonna lie to you. Appreciate it. So, Appreciate it. so I know since then you've been 
you know, good at freestyling, but when did like you really start considering like and actually start putting yourself into the music uh, scene? Man, so like at 16, when I moved to Burlington, we used to go to like these little kickbacks and parties and shit. And everybody be playing music, but ain't nobody like, it ain't like down south when I lived in Tennessee and we party and everybody going crazy and wild. Like everybody just be off in their own route. So we'd always stand in the middle and just start freestyling. So one time, we, like I was freestyling, everybody just stopped what they was doing and just like watching us in the circle, just freestyling. And then one of my homeboys came up to me. He's like, man, you should really, you should really do music, man. You could do something. I was like, ah, you bullshitting. And I just kept doing it and kept getting better. But I think like the first time I wrote my first song in like 11th grade and not 11th grade when I was 11 years old, bro, like on MSN Messenger when that shit was popping off, you get off school and go talk to your little fourth grade girlfriend on MSN Messenger and shit. Man, look. <laughs> I wrote my first song to some Hey, bro, that, 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 that in the, uh, that, what's that app called? Key? That K-I-K yeah. app, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it was them days, bro. Man. Hell no. But yeah, I think that's all when it started, probably like 16, 17. And then I started taking this like super serious and getting in a real studio around 18, 19. Okay, so you were still uh, in, in the middle of college, high school around that time, 18, 19, probably middle of college. So yeah, man, I, I, uh, when did when did that first project come out? Because I, I, know, I know of a few projects. I know I could be wrong. Is there three projects you got out, or is there uh, is there more than that? There's, so there's two albums and then two EPs. Okay. So ba- I mean, basically, if you combine the EPs together, that's basically just a big uh, album. So basically, three three of them. But the first one came out. I want to say like the first year out of college. I want to say, was but cool. I was making singles in college. I just never released them. Yeah, so you got a lot of unreleased shit that the world going to be waiting on, you know, once they, you know, tune in for real. Uh, so that first project, that was Midwest Connects, right? That was in about 2018. So the first one would have been uh, only the start. I, gotta even, I don't even know. It's been so long since I even listened to that shit. I want to say it's like 2019. 2018. Okay. 2018 was only the start, and then Master Shift EP was after that. That would have been like 2020, and then uh, Midwest EPs, like the Midwest Connects or the Midwest Two Wavy EPs, came out 2021, and that's all the shit I did out in Cali when we went out to Cali. Yeah, I peeped that. I peeped that. That shit looked tough. The Cali was nice. The Cali, any artist that are trying to record and be serious about it. Go to Cali, and then my next move is Atlanta. I'm about to go down there and see what Atlanta's like. I'm gonna go down there in like a month or two. Oh yeah, come, boy! I'm gonna show you a good time. Bet I'll let you know as soon as I book my tickets. That's for sure happening. Yes, sir. But you gonna meet? You gonna have to show him a good time. He don't know shit about Atlanta. He lived there. Hey, That's the we, sad part. Long we go to a dancing spot, you know, Vel's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Bro, listen, hey. I, I'm retired from backflip. No, you bet not tell the story again. <laughs> hey, hey, the story's coming. <laughs> the story is coming. I promise everybody there's going to be a story. Matter of fact, it's going to be two stories. Oh, shit. I'm not going to put you on blast tonight, but the stories are coming. <laughs> Mark my word. Fuck you. Now, fuck you too, nigga. 
This nigga used to hit backflips in the middle party, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> bro, I ain't even gonna cap. I was just trying to get some ass. <laughs> hey, that shit worked. And it worked. <laughs> hey, all you get. All you gotta do is hit a backflip and three females coming over, like, oh, what's your name type shit. Boy, I got they MySpace, all that. <laughs> My man do two dance moves, hit a backflip, and the whole party go wild. Like, damn. <laughs> Maybe I need to learn how to do a backflip real quick. Bro, because I'll be tired, bro. I don't be wanting to do all them damn moves. I'll be like, fuck this. I'm gonna just do a backflip, and then I know he's not gonna do nothing after that. <laughs> Oh shit! That shit worked every time. That was his. That was his. Uh, that was his. Uh, 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 um, his uh, his punchline, bro. That was his hey. line, bro. Talking about an ice. What? That's the first time they meet me. Like you do this? <laughs> <laughs> didn't say nothing to him. Didn't even eyeball him. Just flip. What? Flip and then walk away and go get a drink. <laughs> That's how you walk into the parties, type shit. <laughs> Bro, you don't dap nobody. You don't even dap nobody up. You you brush past everybody. Get to the middle of the damn busiest room. Brush, tell everybody to move. Get everybody like, hey, 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 flip off the damn wall. Damn near bust your ass on the table, and then brush yourself off and go to the damn counter. <laughs> Grab a drink like he did something. Like I'm nothing saying, happened. <laughs> Brushing people off and shit. Hell no. Uh, so your first pro- your first project. Um, what what kind of, you know, because that was your first project, the first time you ever put yourself or t- took uh, music seriously. I would say, I guess, was your first project. How did that go for you? Like, what was your mindset going into that first project? No, you had to be nervous, man. Like when I say I was in that studio and you could hear through the recordings that my voice was shaky and it took so many takes, like because you just nervous as hell once you get in there. And it just that project probably was one of the longest that it took for me to get out, just because I was, I kept, uh, kept worrying about what the fuck people are gonna think. And then once the producer, or the engineer, finally talked to me, he's like, "Yo, bro," he's like, "You, you're good. This is what you do." And he's like, "You gotta stop thinking what, or caring what people are gonna think if you put it out." He's like, "If it's good, they're gonna rock with you." And after that, I was fucking, I was straight. But I mean, that first one, it was nervous. But that's, I mean, you gotta get that first one off the ground. Period. I, I was about to say, bro, because, you know, anybody that goes into a profession where it's like a, an, an art form, we was just talking to uh to, to Jason McBurney. I don't know if you if, if you heard that uh, episode. Yeah. We just talking comedian. to him. Yeah, yeah, he, he a comedian. And we was talking to him about the same shit. And it's like, you know, when you're going into a some that's an art form that you you have an audience and you're basically by yourself, you know, it's, it's nervous because it's always you got to present yourself and you got to present your art to this audience in a way that's going to, you know, attract them and, and draw their attention. You got to draw their attention right away, you know, because I, I was telling Jason, like, you know, the first two jokes, like, if they're not really laughing, it's, it's already over with. Like, there ain't no yeah. coming back after that. And it's like, you know, same thing with music. It's like the first few tracks, you know, you know, they, 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 they whatever, whatever the case may be, whether they're, they're good, bad, whatever, how you feel, if it's not rocking with the audience off rip, then it's like, you know, they might turn the whole project off and go somewhere else. Exactly. Hmm. That's when they told me to put like your, your like some of your best songs in, in the first three tracks because it's the culture that we in right now is so ADHD. Like nobody can stay focused. Bro, oh, 
Uh, I, I swear, bro, that's, that's what pissed me off about, you know, the generation today, bro, because most of the music today is about sounds and it ain't even about no words no more. It's just about who got the beats and who got who sound the best with the auto tune on their voice. So it's really just about sounds now who can clinch <laughs> listeners through a sound. You know, that's why I focus your music so heavy, because I really honor and respect like the lyrical, like the, the stories behind, you know, what an artist is saying that's why i fuck with the music so heavy so it's like people that really respect real music and and the hard you know dope music and the words you know you got to be saying something for real you know in the first few tracks you got to have them punchlines and you just just everything that comes with it otherwise people are going to tune out because like you said the adhd factor and just people got short attention spans nowadays on me don't matter go crazy boy hey hey i appreciate Hey, some after God, we gotta find a big hey. ass mansion, something to throw a party in that. Bro, yes, I was about to say, bro, that needs a music video. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's too I'm, tough. That got slipped. Bro, I showed like because I I got subs in my SUV, and I sat and veiled out. We was driving. I don't remember where we was driving back from. We was driving back from like the mall or some shit, Mall of America. And I said, "Hey, bro, listen to this. Played that shit." I said, "Guess who this is." Didn't say shit. Let the hook play. So I guess who this is? You won't believe it. He said, I don't know who the fuck this is. So verse came on. I'm like, he still didn't. I'm like, but it's Meats, bro. His, fa- his face, bro, Vel's face. He said, ooh. He said, it, it's no way. <laughs> he said, there ain't no way this Meats, bro. I was like, because I heard, look, the first time I heard the track, it was in a car, and I was like, oh, I ain't no it, even I was like, "Ain't no way this, ain't no way this means none of his beats sound like this." Right. I was like, "Bro, that was, I was like, yo, different sound, bro." Because like, like, you know what I'm saying, like the. Uh, that's when when I finally started getting out of my comfort zone. Because usually, like, <laughs> I, my influence is my fucking J Cole and like pocket like them. So, hey, they ain't really got no like bop kind of music. So I was like, man, I need something that's gonna be somebody can shake a little bit of ass to or try to or something. I'm like, fuck it, let's go ahead and try it. And that shit came out decent. Bro, bro that shit. in the club, bro, you straight. That, that's a club banger. I said that too. I, I told Bell straight up, I'm like, bro, look, this is this is a hit right here. Like, let this fall into the right hands, bro. This is a hit. It's a hit. Uh, as a promise, bro. I was like, that's one of that's one of the hits. Just just one of the hits. But I was like, bro, this is a hit. Like I told his ass, like Bell been playing that song ever since. Bro, what? <laughs> I bro, I kid you not, bro. Like that's on my playlist. Oh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. That was on the uh for those that don't know, Don't Matters on the recent project, Midwest Too Wavy, that came out this year. That was April this year, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd have been April. Yeah. April, yeah, yeah. That pro- whole project, not only that track, whole project is tough. We'll get to that though. Um, that so like I said, that first the first album had you nervous and everything, uh, which is you know not a surprise. It's to be expected. You know, you taking making your first rap album, first rap project of any kind, whether it's an EP or album, six tracks, sixteen tracks. You got to put your all into it and really you know gain the attention right away. And, and, and you know, going into your next project. Your your first album, I should say, um, Kimberly, that was a really big step too, because that's a uh, an an album is the biggest, the biggest form of project an artist can make. 
So, um, and I and I know obviously that the Kimberly album there is a whole lot of meaning, powerful meaning behind that. Uh, what 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 kind of drove you toward that being your first album? So that album would have been right after my mom's passed. So it was like, man, and like at that point, it's like, man, should I even waste my time doing all this music shit? Like, like too short to be out here trying to chase dreams if they ain't gonna work. So, and she always used to sit down and talk with me about what the fuck I'm doing. And obviously I'm supposed to be for a reason. And then like, and after that, I just put all my, I had to put all that emotions in there. So that was an emotional ass album for me. That one was crazy. Like in the studio, people in that bitch tearing up. Like it was emotional. Yeah, bro. Cause I I I had played that album. I showed Vail the album too. Um, just some of the tracks, like especially the Kimberly track and the uh, um, you know the toast track when you're talking about who's all gonna be there. You know right. when you're ready to make a toast and you get to the top. You know, tracks like that, you know, talking about just family and and who who the loved ones that you have in your life and your mom in particular. And, you know, just who's all all in your corner type shit. It was a powerful album, a lot of powerful songs on there. Um, I don't know if Vel has an opinion on it, but I thought I thought some of those tracks to this day are still some of your best work, especially just because of the emotion. and, And I, you know, what I felt, you know, went into all that. And the thing is, like, when it comes to albums like that, like, people really feel that. Like, people have lost parents, you know? And from when I, when I felt it, I was just like, dang, like, if he can go through that and not have his parent around, like, imagine, like, there's no reason for no one else who actually has their parent. They can go for their dreams as well. Right. So you, have, have, you have no excuse at that point. So that's what I got from that. I was just like, man, this dude really pushed through. And like I respect the hell out of that. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hundred percent. I I I got tongue tied on one of the titles. Powerless is on that album too, right? I was I was forgetting the title for a second. Powerless is on that album too. Uh, I don't think Powerless is on. Powerless is on the the only the start, but that Powerless one there, yeah, that one's that one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because that, that one too, like that one, that one had, because that song had Kimberly vibes, man, like that ass. So, like, tell you something about that song, bro. So, I just, we just, I just left the studio and I'm getting a call. Like, they want me to go down to Columbia, Missouri, and do a show, but it's a suicide prevention show. And at that time, like, none of my music is even remotely close to that at all. I sat down and mind you, I'm pretty sure that show we had to go there that night or that next day. So I turned around, went to the studio, and we wrote the song, I think, in like that first hour, and then left from there and went to the show. So and and my, and, and, dry, and perform the song at the show type shit. Tell me when I tell me how I get there. And mind you, if people if people know the song. That's a hard song to make in the hour. It's emotion, it, like it's emotional if you got if you know somebody or you are somebody that's dealing with depression and suicide type stuff. Right. But tell me how we get to the show, and we're so hyped and turned up because we finally got a show, and it's been forever since we did a show. I forgot to do the damn song. I did every song but that song. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> what? hey, everybody's probably sitting there like. <laughs> 
we would have so turned up at this. And the host was like, <laughs> and my got off the stage of my didn't do that power lift song. And I'm so oblivious. I'm like, damn, dog. I was like, I didn't. Oh, that shit was funny. Now, for future reference, like, I guess, what did you learn from that moment? Uh, that I need to be more prepared when I go into stuff. Especially if, if it's something that's important to other people, like, I gotta, I can't just jump to it and fucking, if it comes to a show, but if it comes to making music, I realize that I can, under pressure is probably when I make my best work when it comes to music, because I ain't got no time to think. It's like, all right, you gotta go. There ain't no time to waste. But you gotta, you, you, he, he, he had his best when he when he has to lock in, you know. That's that's yep, it's that clutch gene. Saying, already knowing mamba mentality, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man, like, like, like I said, that I, I knew that that Kimberly was the first album, and I seen that I went and listened to it on, on, on YouTube. You know, because at the time I didn't have Spotify set up and all that, I, even though it, it was free, especially because I was still in college at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was looking for it on YouTube, listened to it on YouTube. I thought it was powerful, and I revisited it again, obviously, this year. And, uh, you know, as we got closer to this interview, I was, you know, going through the tracks again, listening to everything. And, uh, uh, you know, some of them tracks really stood out to me, and some of them were really powerful. Well, the whole album was nice. But, but some of them especially stood out to me and was powerful. You know, and I wanted to touch base and, you know, get your thoughts on on your thoughts on, you know, what went behind the album and everything and the emotion that you that you had going through that. Cause I understand if if, if anybody listens to the song, they'll they'll know what's going on in your life and you know, the battles that you go through personally, internally. Right. And that's always a powerful thing, you know, to hear because not many people want to talk about their emotions and shit, you know. Right, you take a vulnerable. You gotta be vulnerable, and most people nowadays definitely for sharing, trying to show no emotions out here at all. You know. Yeah, that just like I said, that's out the door now. It's twenty twenty one, man. Yeah, that it's different. time to open up. Fuck, it's cool. It's be you. That's all you got to do. Like I be telling people, like you don't have to be gang bang bang. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. Like it's you know what I'm saying? It's not you have a choice. Exactly. I, I understand if you brought up like this is my thing. If you brought up by that, I understand. Like that just that's just from birth. You get what I'm saying? That's all you been around, that's all you know. But like if you like me, suburbs, that's dead, boy. Like just be a suburban kid. Like <laughs> for everybody to be tough. Like it's cool. tough. Like people are tough, even if they ain't from the hood or didn't grow up in that environment. Like you, right. you don't have to be from a rundown neighborhood in the ghetto. Ain't no gang to to fight or to seem. You know what I'm saying? Just be you. Like I don't know why people put on this mask in front for people for no reason. And like, uh-huh. and I'm from Florida, so like that's that's true. That's all we do. Like you know what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> If you look at like everything that's going on right now, it's just it's just how it's that persona what it was. And me, I can fault for that because I thought I was part of that group. <laughs> Found out <laughs> I was definitely not. Uh, <laughs> but same time, it's just like uh, it's all about knowing who you are, you know. And that's that's one of the main things. I feel like people who you know pretend to do this is just like all right, you're gonna find yourself in a position you don't want to be in. You know what right. I'm saying? And I've seen it so many times. It's like, 
you end up getting your people's, you know, murk for you acting dumb. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's the weirdest thing, bro. Nice, where they got to now they on a they got to testify and see if they really about that life that you putting out there when well, you weren't in that position for in the first place like what are you doing oh, could have yeah, go ahead who, who, who going ahead okay all right all right okay all right i'll go ahead anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'll fucking i'll fucking go i'll break the silence so, so piggybacking what off y'all say, you know, like, you know, you don't got to be from a certain area to be a certain way type shit. Like, I grew up between the cities and the suburbs. So I understand both sides of it. We was in a busted up, you know, old, you know, not the best apartment when I was on my dad. Had some things going on with it. it. It wasn't terrible, but, you know, we was out there around other, you know, cheaper apartments also. And on, on the other side, I was out in the suburbs with my mom. I don't seen both sides of it. So it's like, you don't got to act a certain way. I, I grew up knowing who I was, but also I knew who I was around. Like I grew up around people that's in gangs today. They gang bang today. I got niggas that couple niggas I played football with in grade school. Like they're locked up now. Like it's niggas that I grew up with that I don't even know if they're alive right now type shit. And that's, you know, the route that people, some people have chosen to take. Um, you know, like again, one of the people that I went to daycare with, uh, uh, passed away to gun violence a couple years ago so it's, it's it's like you know you don't gotta act a certain way be a certain way you can always choose your own path um you know and, and, and i would figure that you'd always want to choose you know that the right path i could have went i could have very easily went down that path my damn self i could i could because i like i said i caught i i was a day into my 18th year of birth bro or life i should say not birth life I was a day after 18, I already caught my first charge type shit. So it's like fucking with the, trying to do shit with the wrong people. Like, you know, that taught me a valuable lesson for the most part. And that I was because I still be bushing from, I used, I, I was bushing from time to time. I, I work now. I don't be on that shit. At the time, I was still on some, on some goofy shit. But I understood at the end of the day where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do type shit. It, it put me in a position to go to college and be successful. And now I'm in a position to where I can continue to elevate, you know. So you don't you don't got to, you know, fall into crowds if you don't feel like it's, if it's right, you know, follow your heart, follow your gut type shit and, and, and choose the path for you. Don't let other people talk you into doing other shit because that's what they got going on. You know, it's a lot of weak minded people in the world today that fall victim to that shit. So. Preach. That's what I'm talking about. For real. Straight up. Uh, so, uh, uh, what was I going to say? So we, 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 we went off the Kimberly album mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, mostly emotional album. Couple bangers on there. 2020 in particular. Couple bangers on there, and then we fast forward because I, I was hitting you up a couple of times like, "Hey, when when is when is the next one gonna drop? Like, when's the next project?" Like, "Oh, I got something cooking up, type shit." And then and then you know you was promoing the uh, the Midwest Two Wavy. I was like, "Bet, bro, I'm looking forward to it." I'm like, "Is it gonna be?" I, I was hitting you up like, hey, "Is it gonna be on YouTube?" But I was like, "Shit, like, I don't got no other streaming platform." 
I went and got Spotify like January, February. I downloaded it. So I just downloaded Spotify. I'm like, hey, is it gonna be on YouTube again, or is it like it's gonna be on these other platforms? I'm like, I bet, I. Then it dropped, and I was sitting there trying to, you know, scramble to go listen to it and shit. And I heard that shit when it dropped, and I was like, yo. From the first projects I've heard to Kimberly to now, the evolution and the growth is evident, man. Like you taking for real steps. And I'm not saying that none of the music, like I like I said before, I fuck with all the music prior, but there's a clear step up in a, in, a, in another direction with the Midwest Two Wavy album. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, bro. You wanna know what that shit comes? Bro, boys would always are freestyling in the basement while we making uh like merch for shows and making shirts and stuff like that. We'd always just throw on beats and then we tried different beats and different flows. Like that's once we started doing that, I could once I got in the studio. And then I finally started practicing more like on my own. Like practicing on my own songs like I used to before, but I do it like the day before I go into the studio. Now I'm now I'm just now going over all the songs that I got to do. So then I finally started taking it serious. Now every day where I'm practicing and getting my flow down to where when I go in the studio, I ain't wasting no time. I'm going in there and we getting we getting to this work. It's time to eat and just go crazy for how many hours hours we was in the studio. And that's what. Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. And that's the crazy thing is like uh, I know I know a lot of artists they don't like a lot of people in the studio. Like it's it just like I know certain artists they be like I didn't need about three people I'm good I know certain some artists they need everybody in the studio mm-hmm. so, I mean, so what's your process? So that's and that's another thing this these last two like the Midwest Two Wavy and the Midwest Two Wavy is the EPs the last two that just came out. There was just me the engineer and my homeboy, and like it's I could focus and I ain't gotta worry about what everybody else doing or have any distractions. So I think going forward. That's what I'm going to do. Because before and all the other projects and singles, bro, we'd have the studio jumping. I'm talking about bottles everywhere, people rolling up and going out smoking. Like, we just had a kicking party, and we sitting there celebrating. I sat back and looked back like, bro, what are we? We in here celebrating for average streams right now. Like, so if you're not aiding to the, you know, to the process and to the success of what we're trying to do, then you can't be in the studio no more, you know? Right. Ain't, ain't it the personal? It's just like you know, I got I'm I'm on a mission type shit, like right, like I don't bring I you to my job, and you ain't helping me pay nothing. So, bro, I, you still my homeboy. We still kick it after, you know what I'm saying? But right now, it's, 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 it's work to be done. Exactly. So, like, like I said, like I could just tell, you know, because there's obviously you know different types of beats. You know, you was I don't want to say experimenting, but it was definitely like. They weren't all, I don't want to say similar. How do I want to put it? Each beat had its unique sound to it, I would say. And each, you know, required like a different flow, a different sound. Um, And I thought you approached all of them very well. It was different than uh, the Kimberly album. It went from a very emotional, you know, heartfelt album. You know, it was dedicated to your mom and everything. And then you go, you know, the next year, you know, shake that off the best you can, you know, 
and, 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 and power through. And then you come out with this just aggressive, not aggressive, but like just a hard album. Right. A banger. Right. So what, uh, what went into just that mentality switch for you? Was it, was it just that fact that, Hey, I'm about to lock in for real, you know, about to take a couple weeks being Cali and just really just lock in in the studio lay these tracks down and just work it was that and like the fact that we was like i was just coming off such an emotional album and like i know that album that kimberly album is that's that shit's gonna be timeless like that's gonna for that's forever locked in so i was like all right so now i can go and have some fun i got all my emotions out the way i'm clear i can sit here right i can have fun and just experiment and go crazy and then we got the perfect opportunity. All right, we get to go out to Cali and lock in with these great engineers out here in a great studio. It's during COVID while we're recording, so there ain't no distractions. We can't go out and party like this is this is a perfect opportunity to go and get this work and make connections. So it was like my mindset just totally flipped from my we're not emotional no more. We we cool. It's like therapy. That therapy. And now I'm finally getting back to myself on the Midwest too wavy. And like the we made it the Midwest Two Wavy. We called it Midwest Two Wavy because the producer who produced all the tracks on there was his name was Two uh, Two Wavy. And then I was like, "All right, well, since your name's Two Wavy, we got to make all these fucking tracks wavy. That's what we got to do, and give it a vibe. Especially if they're gonna drop in summer. Like, it's ain't nobody trying to be sad in summer. We trying to turn up with the windows down. Oh God, on me, yes sir." That's just what y'all did too, man. That whole album, bro. Whole bunch of tracks, bro. Still here, I fuck with. Obviously, <laughs> don't matter. I fuck with. But don't matter is golden. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we shooting the video. I swear to God. All y'all in it. Bro, I, I can't remember the name of the track right now. You was talking about uh, 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 um, the racist and, and, and shit. I'm sick of all uh, all these. Uh, 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 I think it was fed up. It's got to be fed up. Fed up, bro. Yes, bro. Man. I couldn't remember the name. That that beat was tough, bro. That shit reminded me of. Uh, uh, I don't want to say it was too similar, but so, there was some similar sounds to like a uh, uh, like a young boy type beat. Hey. And I was like, I was like, this he on this beat? I was like, oh shit. Cause that, like I no project that you've ever made or track you've ever made sounded like that. So I was like, and that's what that's what I felt on majority of them songs. So I was like, this is a whole new, just whole new, just that a whole new meat, basically type shit. Yeah, I appreciate it. We had like, to just change locking it up, all the way in for real. We had to change it up and get them motherfuckers. We had to get that flow back going, and that's what we're still doing now. Man, hey, so you said, um, you, you spoke to me right before we got on. Uh, you said that you're currently writing, you got uh, uh anything in store for the fans and, and, and for us, uh, coming up at all this year, or are you getting ready, uh, you know, uh, for 2022? We got, we pray, I got six singles right now that I just need to go and, and after I drop them six, we ain't dropping again until summer, and then. Okay. So I got – that's when I'm going out to Atlanta. I'm going to finish up those because there's a guy out there that I, I collabed with, and his name's Mighty, and he's – bro, he's tough. That motherfucker is raw. He can sing. 
rap, like that motherfucker is, he's like a Russ. If I got to put it any, any way comparing to anybody, he's like a Russ. He Dude, can produce and everything. Yeah, he can just produce. Guys. Shoot videos. Like, damn, man. He the whole thing. Like, he, can, he can set up the tripod, <laughs> do everything himself. I swear. And this shit will... And the shit will get views, it'll get streams, it'll get all that shit. Is exactly. uh, um is is he the dude that was doing the hooks on a couple of the tracks on the album? No, that dude's uh the dude that's doing the hooks on the album is Mo. I don't know if y'all Mo or I don't know what his real name. I think his real name is Muhammad or something. But he went to Waldorf, he played soccer at Waldorf for one year. Wait, you talking about sneaker piece? Yeah. <laughs> no way, Mo! Hey, God, shout out God. to Mo with his bald head ass. <laughs> 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 hey, Bruh. that boy! Hey, I ain't even know he do that. Yeah, that boy can sing. He got some shit out on Spotify too. That man can sing. What? I give it to him. I give him his props. That boy can sing. Man, because I was sitting there, look, because I had a couple people, I was showing a couple people your music, and I had a couple questions like, hey, that's me singing? I was like, oh, no, oh, no, no. No, 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 no. me don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know I that one. Like, hey, listen, no I'm like, I, I had to sit there and look, I'm like, but these are two whole ass different voices. <laughs> no, the same bees, bro. I was like, no, the same bees, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, come on. So, like, yeah. me, me can sing too? I was like, chill out. Like, don't. Meech has bars, but that's that's yeah. as far as it goes. Like no, no, I ain't no Chris Brown out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> them, them vocals said, "Nigga, stay where you are." Exactly. <laughs> I tried to sing one time in the studio. <laughs> hey, I swear we tried to sing. <laughs> the engineer threw so much auto tune on that shit. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this shit probably, this shit probably Nah, bro. I said you can't even hear what the fuck I'm saying, bro. Trash that, all of it. Trash all of it. That shit had T pain emphasis on the pain. Fuck you, mean on the pain. Oh, they even brought in another engineer to try to fix it. Hey, they That's did. It. <laughs> Other one said, "Let me see what I can do." I said, "You can't fix that, bro." That's they they had like five of them in there, like a scientist lab trying oh, to work bro, on this shit, like bro. Emergency, emergency, emergency brain surgery, open heart surgery type shit. <laughs> They it's that clear. Hey, trying to save the track. Like, no, it's it's. it's, it's. <laughs> I scratched the whole thing. I was like, "Fuck, we ain't done this shit no more." Uh, that shit probably had ventilator. so much reverb and shit, but that shit probably that shit probably echoed into the next bar. Fuck you, mean? It just sound like we was in a whole empty hallway and shit. I was broke. That shit sound like an opera house. Oh man, it's like clear. <laughs> <laughs> Clear, here, here. Hey, fucking me. Hey, you know, you know when you put two speaker phones next to each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going back and forth. <laughs> this just sound like a bunch of uh, a bunch of crows and a bunch of birds just taking off and shit, getting mad. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. no, yeah, no, bro. Like, uh, like I said, but that Midwest too wavy was super tough, bro. I'm looking forward to these next projects and and. and you know, for you, that project, all that solo, uh, that uh, single also dropped too. That is on Spotify as well. Uh, for everybody that's interested, y'all, y'all should, y'all should be interested. Run them be. fucking plays up, you motherfuckers! Playing, get my motherfucking royalties up. I need some new shoes or something. Shit. Oh God, put some respect <laughs> on this nigga. <laughs>
Meeks need the damn. Uh, uh, what's drop? What What are them Jordans that's dropping next? What What are they? Which ones are dropping next? Uh, I'm not. I'm not up to date. Are they the 12s? Are they the 12s? The 12s. Oh yeah. Let me get the so fucking 12s, man. So crispy. Boy. Matter of fact, run our streams up because I need them. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, CBZ needs some love out here. CBZ, y'all need to tune in with my boys. These motherfuckers is funny. Man, look. <laughs> All natural, no script. With no script. Dip. Uh, we don't. The only. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. The only time we ever did bullet points or anything was uh, our very first one. Our very first one. And that was, there's a couple first recordings that we chopped up. We had a trailer at one point. That shit got thrown the fuck away. That shit was trash. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just gonna keep it 100. I that shit like sucked. That <laughs> Let me ask y'all some questions, man. Let me ask y'all some questions. You know, y'all showing love. Let me ask y'all, how did this oh, the inter- get started? Oh. This, how did this get started? Well, we got the interviewee interviewing the interviewers. This shit crazy. Uh, <laughs> this shit crazy. This, this is the origin of CBZ, and I kid you not. Now, that was part one. Part two, about to go crazy. Stories on top of stories. Stay tuned.